this episode of my last two brain cells constantly. Yeah, it was, some of them got super users. Some of them got girls. Guys, some people all day. live in these Facebook groups well. and they they just wait to answer questions. Hello, everybody, and welcome and to my, my last two, two brain cells. cells. I'm your host, Betty Morris. And you probably noticed, oh, I'm also your host, Elliot Morris, but you probably noticed our brand new jingle. We have a theme song. We have a theme song. We have a jingle. We're a real podcast now, 30 made, something episodes. Made in. by Grammy Award winning producer Max Maxwell Gaver. Gaver. That's a lie. He, he hasn't won any Grammy, but he, but is, he should. But he should. He he deserves one. Because, is, uh, he deserves one for this jingle. Yeah, honestly, Max is one of our best friends. He's a producer. He's fantastic. Um, if you need if you need any songs produced, check out MaxwellGaverMusic.com. Seriously, do. Um, so Max wrote us this really cool jingle, and um, I love that Max. it's just like our little exclusive last two brain cells jingle. So cute. No one else has this jingle. We should put it in our courses, maybe too. <gasps> per. It's very very cute. Um, today I wanted to talk about something that I have been avoiding for a long time because it has given me the utmost anxiety. Um, but there is something in the lash industry and the lash community that I think is so, it can either be so productive and so um, good for your business or it can be extremely detrimental to your business and your mental health. Uh-oh. What? I'm saying uh-oh. Uh-oh, <laughs> yeah. Depending on how you consume it and use it. And that is Facebook groups for lash artists. <gasps> now, this is Shots coming fired. from someone that has that, a Facebook has group a Facebook for Lash group. Artists. I have a Facebook group with Slay Heart Lash Besties um, and it has like 1,400 members and it is heavily moderated by myself and a few other uh, Lash Artists. Yeah, we and, really got to moderate it. And we really and we really do have to moderate it because Facebook groups can get out of hand very, very quickly. Um, I don't accept everybody as members and I am very quick to remove and block a lot of people as members that get in the group and A, just want to like promote their product or like sell people something um or if they just have like very negative takes and opinions and they kind of like overuse the group to um spread negativity to spread negativity so and if you're a nice girl join my heart Lash yeah, if you're my, not a nice girl just just join join one of the other join ones. one of the other ones but i also really care about the people in the other groups and so i was very sheltered for a long time because i wasn't in these lash facebook groups because they're known to be very negative and very overwhelming um and have a lot of like false information in them and so i've been very blessed to just have my little bubble of like heart lash besties and i was even sharing with elliot on our trip i was like look at our facebook group look at how everyone addresses each other so good. they always address each other with hi besties or hi baddies and besties um and they so and they have been sort of trained and they kind of have this expectation on them that they have abided by which is you know be constructive in the group and so if you have a question ask it constructively um and and always have in the back of your mind that in facebook groups these are your peers and not your mentors these are not people that you are paying money to get responses from that it's actually going to like elevate and change your business these are people that do the same job as you that might have differing opinions might be from different areas might have a little bit more um advice in certain areas but be very they might be wrong but they might be wrong and you always have to come from the standpoint of like these are just opinions i am not actually getting like education from these pages yeah, they haven't proved no one in these groups unless it's like someone who like you know of is like an educator has has like proven that they know their stuff yeah and like like just because you pay someone also doesn't mean like they know their stuff but if you are paying someone 
hopefully you have gone through the like due diligence of figuring out whether or not they actually know what they're talking about. Maybe. And, and anyone who is an educator, who's like a, a valid, like uh, authoritative uh, educator is going to have, it's going to be very easy to find proof that they know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, but which you can't get in these, in most of these Facebook groups. And what I really like about the Lightheart Lash Besties Facebook group is um, there are quite a few people that are educators of the lash space in the Lightheart group and they are very active and they always offer extremely constructive answers for a lot of questions that they have knowledge on. Um, but while I was away on vacation, I had a friend say, oh my gosh, Maddie, I saw... Um, a video of yours like blow up in one of these Facebook groups and all the comments were like overall very positive. It was people asking if um, they had taken my courses before and like their experience and I had like hundreds of comments. So I joined the group and I got in and I was going through and I was immediately just like, I spent maybe like four hours that night. I didn't get any sleep. I spent four hours that night just like reading through these comments and absorbing it all. And it was crazy how much misinformation was being shared in these groups. And um, cause a lot of it was information that only the source would have, you know? And so someone said, uh, it was all about my personal lash retention. It was a video that I posted about my lash retention. My lashes had lasted 20 days and I posted a video of how well they're lasting. And, um, I shared that I have like resources for how to get great retention. I have an ebook called understanding retention. Um, but the whole point of the video wasn't to like necessarily sell you anything. It was to show you that retention really is all about application and not necessarily just the products you use and, um, and how amazing my lashes looked after 20 days of wear and tear in Italy. And in this thread, Read, like some people were like, um, there's a filter on this video. Those aren't actually her lashes, which number one false. There wasn't a filter on the video. So I posted the raw video in the chat and I was like, here's the video. These are my lashes. Um, someone was like, um, she's wearing strips. No, I was not. Someone was like, what's the map? And someone put a map for what they <laughs> thought wasn't the map. my lashes were, which couldn't be further from the truth. Someone was like D 12 through 18. And I was like, <laughs> No, they're not. Not D. No 18s. No. Yeah. And um, someone said, what lashes are these? And people were promoting their own products in the thread. <laughs> that was, those are the best ones. It's People was like, what products are these? And they're like, oh, she's using these are, these are, Foxy Girls sexy are, these lash. These are Diva Slay lashes. These are Diva Slay hot lash. And I was like, no, they're not, baby. <laughs> and there was just, there was hundreds. <laughs> these are Diva Slay hot lash on sale now for 50% off. Yeah. And, and <laughs> so, bad. so I had joined all these groups with hundreds of thousands of members, by the way, and they're not being moderated at all. And, um, and so I wrote in the chat and I was like, hi everybody, this is Maddie. This is the face from the video. And like, I am not just this big faceless brand. Like I am a human being that runs an Instagram account that makes my own content that responds to everyone. And I said, you know, if you have any questions about my retention, myself, my lashes, my business, whatever, um, I am like available to to ask questions to every day. And a lot of the time when you're asking questions, it's best to go to the source, you know? And so if you have questions about crazy. something, what a crazy you idea. should go to the source. Um, and a lot of people did. And I got a lot of messages on Instagram just being like, you know, um, you know, tell me more about retention. I'm struggling. You know, can you troubleshoot this for me? Can you walk me through a little more about what's it? like people had really constructive questions in my DMS cause they were coming to the source, but everyone in this Facebook group was just, they just wanted to have an answer. They just wanted to feel right. And, um, and my thread was this thread about me, which was very weird to see so many people talking about me without me there. But, um, it was very positive, but there were a lot of posts that were very, 
very negative and it was like about other brands and other artists and um foreign fills and pricing and just like it was I couldn't even watch it and I'm still in this group. I need to get off, but it just like, it's like a train wreck. It was, I could not even look away. Um, but I was just, I was really grateful that a lot of the comments were like, Oh my gosh, I know Maddie in person. Like, yes, this is her real retention. Like she doesn't fabricate anything. She's the real deal. Like, you know, I would never also, someone said she just got her lashes done. That's a full set stop trusting people that are just trying to sell you something. Whoa. And I was like, whoa, first of all, that's fired. <laughs> hello. Um, and I responded to it and I was like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry that you've been hurt by like companies or brands in the past that, you know, false advertise to sell you something. But like, um, these, this is my retention after 20 days. And I have taken videos every two days, um, of my trip to document my retention. And, um, like, I'm so sorry that you've been hurt by other people, but like, we're the real deal. I would never, ever falsify anything to sell you something. And I have really documented my entire last journey as just that, a documentation, a documentary style of like, you know, everything. And so if I tell you like, this is my retention or this is my client's retention, or this is, um, how I did something, what you see is what you're going to get. And her and I, and she was like, oh my gosh, you're so sweet girl. Sorry. You know, she was really sweet, but um, I think a lot of the time people just need a little reality check of like, um, you know, s- sometimes people aren't lying to you and sometimes the best place to get answers is from the source. Um, so I have some do's and don'ts for you for how to use Facebook groups effectively to get the most out of them, because I think there is a, f- a place for community on Facebook and online for lash artists, but there's a way to go about it where you're going to get the best results. And so I think the do's of what you should be posting in Facebook groups. Do you have any ideas, Elliot, to add on? First one is do not go on them. (laughs) (laughs) Period. (laughs) Honestly. Unless unless it's Lightheart Lashes. Honestly, if you can help it. If I was a beginner lash artist just starting out, I wouldn't join them. I'm not even kidding. I would not join them. I would maybe join. Um, do you know the Facebook groups I would join if I was a beginner? I would. Lightheart Lash Besties. I w- <laughs> <laughs> it's just. It's no, just us it's not a plug. promoting ours and trashing every no, other group. Not at all. <laughs> the ones I wouldn't join are this one and <laughs> this one. No, if I was a beginner lash artist and I wanted to join a Facebook community, just other artists and these people I consider like my peers, um, I would join local lash artist Facebook groups. So I used to be in like Alaska lash artists, Alaska, Alaska estheticians when I moved here. It was Arizona estheticians. Um, and there's a few things that I, I, uh, got from those groups. And number one, it's people buying and selling used equipment, which is great because it's a little niche Facebook marketplace for you to buy things. Like if you're starting out, you're buying a studio, uh, you're renting a studio, you know, all that stuff kind of adds up. And if you're on a budget, go on Facebook groups, utilize the local groups you're in and, you know, just say, um, I'm in search of like a cheap bed, a rolling cart. I'm looking for a hydraulic bed, uh, that's previously used, you know, let me know if you know anyone. It's a niche little marketplace to get things locally. So that's number one, what it's great for. Um, number two is, um, like encouraging other people and getting constructive feedback on your lash work. So if you like do a set and you're like, Hey guys, this is my third set. Um, I'm, I'm really struggling. I'm newer. I just want to get some constructive feedback of kind of like what you see looking at the set and don't take it super to heart. But if you really thrive with like others opinions, um, just from other artists, keep in mind, you know, these are they not, they may not know what they're talking. They about. also probably don't know what they're talking about, but if you just need an extra set of eyes, like you don't have a lot of maybe like people you work with, or you're not in a salon, friends and family. Um, sometimes people can be like, 
I see in the groups, oh my gosh, girl, these are absolutely beautiful. Um, for her eye shape, I might've gone a little bit um, higher on the arch next time. Maybe try a little bit more of a kitten flick, or I really think that texture would suit her. Maybe add that next time. Um, those, those are constructive little conversations you can have if you really thrive on feedback. Um, and the other thing that you can use it for is um, like sharing things that really worked for you. If you really care about community, um, I see some people being like, oh my gosh, you guys, I took this course and I loved it. Take it. Or, oh my gosh, you guys, I've been using um, this bed topper. I'm obsessed with it. My, like things like that, that can so be helpful. Giving back to Facebook groups, like really just putting things out there with nothing in return, people really, really appreciate. And then um, it, it encourages everyone else to do that. A lot of people do that in our group. They'll be like, oh my gosh, you guys, you know, I just bought this glue shaker. It's really affordable and I love it. And I've noticed a difference. Hurts no one, helps Easy. everyone. Um, there's a lot of don'ts in Facebook groups and honestly being in these Facebook groups for the last week has melted my brain mm -hmm. and I don't know how people consume this much, these, this amount of posts constantly. Yeah, it would, some of them got super users. Some of them got girls guys, some people all day. live in these Facebook groups well. and they, they just wait to answer questions. Um, so number one that I noticed a lot is people, um, that join these Facebook groups and ask these questions are beginners. They are people that are like a year into their last journey and um, they have a lot of valid questions, but these are questions, questions that they should be getting answers from like an extremely qualified school or educator or there's academy. so much misinformation there out there. There is too much misinformation and it's, it's actively hurting clients. Um, and so number one is people asking about allergies and irritations and sensitivities that their clients have oh, had. Don't ask about that. In a Do Facebook not group. ask about it in Facebook groups no. because these people also have the same questions you have. They don't have answers. You're not asking it to a group of a hundred thousand people with answers. You're asking it to a group of like a hundred thousand people that have the same question. And so I would notice that someone would say, oh, my client's eyes swelled up and they'd post a horrific picture and hundreds of comments would just be like, use Flonase girl, use my tape, <laughs> have her take Benadryl, crush up Benadryl, have her snort it, put it in her eyes. Like people, <laughs> people just had the craziest responses, but this, these lash artists that are brand new out the gate that maybe, you know, they just don't, they don't know better. Don't know. You know, I'm not faulting them, but it's just the natural culture of these groups. Um, and I was like, these, this is so destructive to these people that are earlier Not on in good. their career. And I wish that I could just take each of them and just like spend hours and hours and hours explaining these things to them one time that they never need to, you know, ask these questions again. Um, and so I really, w and if you think about it, I would, I would recommend when you're starting out to invest into a one-on-one -on -one training with someone in your city that's extremely reputable, that you get continued education with, that you get shadowing with, that you get calls with, whatever it is. Um, and that is so much more worth it to you than spending, you know, 50 hours in your career engaging in these Facebook groups and getting the wildest answers and none of it will actually help you. Um, number two is I saw a lot of people asking about pricing. Do not ask about Do pricing. Do not ask about pricing in <laughs> Facebook groups. There was a group I joined with 150,000 members and someone said, what do y'all charge for um, like YY lashes? And and they were like, I'm in New Jersey. And First of all, who's using YY lashes? There are people that are using YY, YY lashes. YY are you using those? YY are you using them, Queen? <laughs> um, but it just... Talk all the answers were like, I charge 45 bucks. And, and all the answers 
varied so drastically if, be- if, because they're different businesses, you guys. And they're different locations. And, and they're different so many- skill sets. And if anyone was like, oh, I charge $150 for a fill, people will be like, kill yourself yes like they would like <laughs> can't charge that yes, much it was insane <laughs> and so and then people who are like have reasonable prices are like feeling bad about themselves yeah, and people are just posting their own service menus and it just it was all number one very confusing for the girl who asked the question yeah. and b it helps absolutely nobody and i and some of the people were just trying to flex in the comments and some of the people <laughs> i charge 300 dollars per fill yeah it was, and i have 52 clients yeah um, but Ellie, I wanted you to just share really quickly. Um, why, how should people just rule of thumb? How should a lash artist set their prices? I mean, we've kind of already talked about, I know just way. quickly, quickly. You should set your prices. So when you're starting off because you don't have anything to really go off of, you should look yeah, at, you know, what people around you are charging of similar skill and kind of start there. And then and you can do that by going to salons and getting your lashes done, looking at websites, looking yeah. at Google, not asking Facebook groups. Yeah. Charge based off of where you think your work's at. And then once, uh, once you've set your prices, do everything you can to fill your books as full as they can be. And then once your books are full, instead of starting to get a waiting list, like so many people do raise your prices to the point that 20 to 30% of your clients drop off. That should be the goal. And it's kind of hard to know. But generally, it should be like a 20% price range. It should be, you should feel it. You should notice it. Your clients should notice it. And the ideal price raise, I'm not going to tell you the amount, but the ideal price raise will cause 20 to 30% of your clients to drop off. And maybe it's like not in their budget. They'll go somewhere else. You can have lots of recommendations of like cheaper places they can go. But once those 20 to 30% drop off, then you can go back to work filling your books back up yeah. with now higher price clients. And then once your books are full for a little bit, do it again and then just keep doing it until you're the highest price in your area. Yeah. That's, but that's I, the formula. There's n- no reason why you need to know what someone in a different country charges for hybrid volume lashes. You don't know how long they've been in the game. You don't know their skill. You don't know their retention. You don't know what the clientele is like. You don't know anything. And a lot of people also assume just because you're in a certain area that you can charge that much just by your area. And so it was so funny because there was a conversation about my prices in one of these Facebook groups. (laughs) And someone said, well, she charges that because she is in Arizona. And I was like, absolutely fudging not. Do you know how many people are charging $45 and a pack of bubble gum here? Yeah. So many. Yeah. I was like, first of all, my prices are entirely based on my skill and the result and the experience that my clients receive. Um, it has absolutely nothing to do with where I am located. I would charge exactly the same for me if I was in any state in the United States. Um, and I would figure out, the I'm caveat, not even kidding. I'm the, not no, even kidding. No, the caveat is that it would need to be a fairly sizable city. It would need to be a fairly sizable because city. Because there are... I. We should point out that if you are in a tiny town, it can be harder I to would, charge higher prices. I would also figure it out. Um, but I'm sure you would. I, I really would. But um, it, it just it, it is so crazy to me to be commenting on somebody else's prices or asking questions about someone else's prices that have nothing to do with your business. Your cost of goods, your product, your suite, your location, your rent, your education that you've invested in, every single thing like that is so personal and it is going to differ artist to artist. And, um, so it, it is detrimental to your business to be constantly fixated on what other people that you've never even met and never will meet, um, are doing in their own business. Um, and the other thing 
that also like shocked me was there is just no concern for client confidentiality in these groups. Ooh. Like people are posting yeah. their, you know, 50 page text message screenshots with clients, their client's name, their phone number. <laughs> this pictures is my client. Of them. Her name is Sarah Johnson. Her social security number yes. is. People are posting pictures of their clients. Um, they're like clients that are having like irritations, like very unflattering photos of their clients with their eyes all swollen in these group chats. And a lot of people, you know, are writing, you know, these, these text posts and Facebook groups, like calling their clients, you know, they're making their clients seem stupid or, um, it, it just, it really rubbed me the wrong way. And I think that there is this level of professionalism that we should hold ourselves to as lash artists. Um, because you know, clients know, they know when they are safe with you and they know when, when what they share with you is sacred and professional. And, um, when you are sharing these long, you know, text threads in, in group chats that are, that are somewhat public, like, yes, they're private groups, but anyone can access they them. They got a hundred thousand people in them. How private is that? Yeah. I was just shocked that there was just such a lack of client confidentiality. Um, and then the last thing I saw on Facebook groups that I would just avoid at all costs. And this seems obvious if you're listening to this podcast, but a lot of people are very mean and there are bullies in these groups. Um, and it just breaks my heart to see, but people to this day in 2023 are still bashing other artists online, other brands online. Um, and I just, you know, like obviously every, like people are going to preach world peace forever. Are we ever going to reach it? I don't know, but hopefully, but it just made me so sad. And I thought that we had grown so much further, you know, as a whole. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't surprised. I really thought, cause I live in this light heart bubble where everyone no. is so genuine and encouraging to each other I, all the time. We really, we have like the best community in the beauty industry. We do. Like, and I don't know a nicer. And group I can't of even gals. take credit for all that because it's, it's truly, it's the girls. It's the it's people. It's the girls. It they, is. They are attracted to light heart and the culture behind it and they create it. Yeah. And I'm just a small part in that. Like I am just a little part of light heart. Um, but it just made me really sad. And so I think mm -hmm. if you are going to write something in a Facebook group, just think before you write it. Yeah. You know, if you had a negative experience with someone or a client or an artist or a brand, whatever it is, really, really think before you put something out there. And um, and just in general, rule of thumb, like people see you and they see your business. They see what you put out there. Like digital footprints are very real. And um when you own a business, you know, people will eventually see everything that you put out there. And, um, if you have issues with like a bigger brand, like with their product or with, you know, whatever, go to the brand, like seriously go to the brand. Yeah. Always. Absolutely. If you have an issue with a lash artist in your hometown, go to her, make it right with her. If you have, you know, and maybe you guys can become friends. Um, but it just like, I don't know. It's been kind of just making me feel so icky and it's made me not even want to be online like the last few weeks because I just see all the ickiness in these Facebook groups. And I'm like, do I even want to post on Instagram? Cause I just feel like it could be like everything could be thrown into the universe, into these crazy groups. That I just don't want to be a part of. I don't want my name in these groups. I don't want my face in these groups. I don't like them. Yeah. And so I just like, it, it hurts. Everyone helps no one when you put things out into these groups that are negative yeah and so if you've ever done that in the past it's okay it's okay we forgive you yeah just don't do it again. <laughs> yeah and if you're a beginner like use these groups to your advantage take what you can from them but try to join the smaller local groups and really network with these people 
the small local groups, and also Lightheart Lash Besties. Yeah, if you want. Um, you better. <laughs> you better. <laughs> if you don't. Do you have anything else to off. say about Facebook groups? Nah, nah. I, I've i never been in a Facebook group in my life. The Arizona engineer <laughs> cuties. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's me. It's There's only a Facebook me. group called Lash Men. Lash Men. And, and it's, it's me and Casey. It's you and Casey <laughs> and yeah, Paul and like a and few Paul. and Hakeem and a few other guys. Um, We're just like, man, lashes are crazy, right? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Damn, bro, my tweezers keep breaking. Damn, bro, <laughs> this humidity, crazy, Typ- huh? Typical Monday, my tweezers typical keep breaking. Monday. Yeah, um, I just at the second I saw that there were groups with over a hundred thousand members, I knew that it had to be a bad sign, but I didn't know how bad it could actually be. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. didn't. Um, but until next time. You're so no, popular. Go away. Okay, I think we're good. Um, but until next time, love you guys. Love smooches. You so smooches. See you later. Bye bye.